This week in the cabin, we talk sex, boobies, and men who cheat with lovely Maria. Evans joins us for the idiot of the day. The mayor is in for yes or BS. Oh, yeah, we're star-studded lineup. We also have Trooper Cooper of the Alaska State Troopers answering your legal questions. The signs you're getting old. I've got Glenner's house cleaning hacks and reasons to leave your hotel room immediately. Get the fuck out of there. We'll tell you that and more this week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. Time to be joined by my good buddy, Mr. Jerry Evans. It's time. Uh, we're going to do an uh, idiot of the day, and I've got uh, an accomplice today to help us out. So without it's further ado, the Crapper idiot of the day. It's my uh, partner in crime, comedy-wise as well. Of course, tonight, hey. Pioneer Park, uh, Jeff Dye, who will be joining us again next hour. Of course, he was in yesterday. Great, great show at uh, Good Titrations. Now we got two nights at Pioneer Park tonight, right? So cool. So fun. Ah, man, what a great comic. Great, uh, just yeah, a funny yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Great guy to yeah. hang out with. Uh, now, I think um, he's been up here once since the 20 years of comedy, hasn't he? Did, didn't he come up once, or was that the last time? No, he came up once since then. Once more. It's funny because I was looking at an old flyer. He was up here for four nights. One of them, one night at the Clearwater Lodge in Delta, two nights at the Loon. So three of the four nights have burned up. <laughs> They're gone. Well, I don't know if we want to have them at Pioneer Park. I kind of like that place. Well, well, with good titrations, at least it's already smoking. So I guess that kind of fulfills that. <laughs> okay. All so right. uh, anyway, it's time for our Idiot of the Day segment of the show where we uh, have fun at some poor idiot's expense. we got two of them today, Evan. So you, once again, have to decide who you think is worthy of Idiot of the Day. Okay. And we begin. Okay. Woman in Bethlehem, uh, Pennsylvania, called the cops. She was driving next to a guy, said um, he was, uh, well, apparently he was fondling himself in the car, but as she put it, I like the quote, waving it around. Wow. (laughs) Wow, that's impressive if you can wave it around. It 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 turned out the guy was a 35-year-old cop, Glenn Willard. Told the cops investigating him, uh, it wasn't the only time he'd recently pleasured himself in his car. He'd done it a week earlier. He just kind of blurted that out, that information out to him. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, excuse me, officer. We didn't ask. <laughs> we didn't ask. <laughs> wow. uh, okay. okay. Uh, it gets better. Um, in the parking lot of a Dick Sporting Goods. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, Dick Sporting Great. But, you know, that only makes sense. Um, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh uh, it should be Dick Sporting Woods. Um, <laughs> anyway, he said he wasn't doing it for uh, exhibitionism reasons. No, he was off duty both times, heading home after a shift. And he said huh. he simply did it to stay awake. That was... Oh. That was uh, you know, I, I've got caught staying awake before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um... May I suggest coffee? I don't know. It's... <laughs> well, that's another. What, <laughs> Maybe what, a Red put Bull. His, put, his, put his penis in coffee? That's weird. No, I wasn't talking about putting his... Oh, Lord. Well, you know about that. That would keep you awake. That would keep you awake. Good call, Glenn. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I dip my Johnson in ice uh, in very hot coffee. Uh, looks like the department wasn't buying the excuse. He was charged with two counts of indecent exposure. Uh, there, so, 
Anyway, that's your first one. The next one, if I told you uh, the police caught a guy by tracing his skid marks, you'd probably think, all right, yeah, tire marks. You can sure, see tire a tread, yeah. You can see the tread yeah. on the car. Well, yeah. uh, 49-year-old Rodney Mark Hendricks of Denver broke into a church and a preschool. Oh, there's a special place oh. in hell for him. Yeah. He stole a bunch of stuff, iPads, movie projector. While he's huh. in the preschool, apparently, um, <laughs> apparently he pooped himself a little bit. Ah, uh, never trust a fart. Um, <laughs> That's so, what your dad always said, didn't he? Oh, yeah, always. Yeah, never trust a fart. Uh, so he took off his shorts and he left them behind. Cops found them while they were investigating, bagged them up, sent them into the lab, and he was busted for DNA because of his skid mark shorts. Oh, my God. Oh. That was in the system? Uh, <laughs> God. <laughs> wow. um, yeah, so uh, he had a string of burglaries and he was arrested so uh yeah the skid marks got a man that i don't know if you go into csi thinking oh this is going to be a glamorous job (laughs) i don't know if that's the part they were thinking of (laughs) you know it's got to be the rookie in the lab here you Ah. test these i will give you a thousand dollars if you do that for me Goodness. So anyway, yeah, and then not to mention the cops that had to pick it up. So and just the fact alone that he he left him behind <laughs> in a preschool. And why did he poop himself in the preschool? Let's start there. Why? I don't understand. Did something scare him? Did anyway? But that's, that's how you're supposed to frame somebody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what you would do. You would rob a place and leave that behind as evidence. All right, but how are you getting somebody else's skid mark shorts, Evans? So explain that part of your little plan. Okay, I really didn't think it out that well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well now time uh, comes a time you got to choose a winner. Uh, you've got the uh, the guy with the skid mark shorts, or you got the uh, cop uh, just trying to stay awake. Well, they're both very deserving. Oh, yeah. And you can't really do codes because the one guy didn't have to leave that behind, but he did. Right. Yet the other guy admitted that he does it more often than they know about. Right. I'm going to have to go with the second one because it's yeah. just more disgusting. I, I yeah, think so. He made, yeah. a, he made several. He broke into a church, then a preschool, stole stuff, and then pooped his pants. So he did a whole series <laughs> of bad things. All right, there we go. Right. And uh, But, you know, if there's anything we learn on this show, Jerry, what is funny? Oh, poop is always funny. Time of the year, you know, it's, we do the spring cleaning, right? And then usually in the fall, then you kind of do it again. You kind of do the, all right, start clean out drawers or something. Like Maria was going nuts in the kitchen, just emptying shelves. And I rebuilt her pantry, so she was filling it with crap we don't need. But, you know, they talk about the average person actually uses um, five cleaning shortcuts when it comes to the house. And you've all done them. The most common is uh, the old use of the air freshener, right? Especially if you got pets. Nah, just use an air freshener. Spray it rather than clean the root of the cause of the smell. 37% will do that using candles, right? That's always a good one. Another shortcut, making the bed but leaving the room a mess. <laughs> well, hey, the bed looks good. That sounds like me. 
Or, you know, packing the clutter into the closet. Remember when you were a kid, everything went under the bed. Everything went under the bed. Don't even think about opening that closet. That's an avalanche waiting to happen. Not surprisingly, young adults take the most shortcuts. But as we get older, they say we tend to clean better, more thorough. Which is great. But I thought I'd throw down some of Glenner's house cleaning hacks. These are really great. For instance, here's a good one. When it comes to your shower, simply paint the entire shower black so that it matches the mold. Never have to clean it again. Ooh, what you're gonna wanna do is adopt a dog with a long tongue, maybe a lab, something big, right? Lots of energy. Then just squirt syrup all over the lower fixtures around the house. They will be shiny. Or simply cover the shelves with so many little knickknacks that the dust really has nowhere to fall and just kind of floats in the air. Kind of like grandma's, right? Kind of like grandma's house. Before you set the Roomba loose, try giving it a little bump of cocaine. Just seems to work. I don't know. I mean, nothing crazy, because then it's going to just leave the house and go out to a rave and never finish. Ooh, tape a Swiffer to the cat and then kick back, watch sports, and bounce a laser pointer up and down the hallway. Boom. Just throw all your clutter on the mattress. Cover it with a comforter. Man, it'll probably be the most action your bed's seen in years anyway. Let's face it. Finally, here's one more of Glenner's house cleaning hacks. Admittedly, this should be done as a last resort only. But, you didn't hear it from me, but... Can't go wrong with arson. (laughs) One of my favorite uh, portions of the day it's about time for right now, and I am so excited because it's time for Yes or BS, and that means it's time to hear from Mr. Mayor. The mayor is with us. Hello, Mayor. What in the heck are you going to call me when my term is up? Uh, I don't know. I had a thousand names for you before you were mayor. I'll go back to one of those. Uh, Chamber Jim, Jimmy Chambers, J-Math. Uh, uh, James Keith. I'll t- I'll pick one of them, uh, or I'll make up my own. I'll come up. Uh, hello, former mayor. There we go. No, but isn't it isn't it like president? Once you're mayor, you're always the mayor. There, you're always called mayor. No, you know, you know. I think that might be true. I know that I know governors are that way, but I don't know about mayors. But probably, I, I'd have to look at the what the protocol yeah. I mean, is. we we still we still call Jay. We still call him Governor Hammond. It's like how many decades ago was that? It's like get yeah, over it, Jay. Get over it for crying out loud. <laughs> Good point. Get off your high horse. Anywho, yeah. anywho. <laughs> Uh, with that said, it's time to play Yes or BS, so we got to do this official, so... Uh, and uh, now it's time for Yes! Uh-huh. Yes! Uh-huh. Yes! Oh, yeah. Yes! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes! Or uh-huh. BS! It's just an endless cycle of bullshit. Yeah, that's right. He said He said it. He said it. <laughs> he did. He sure did. Okay, uh, with that uh, in mind, uh, here's what we have. Here's our Yes or BS for the day, Mr. Mayor. Now, you have struck out horribly and miserably at this show, and you've also nailed it. So it, 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 you never know. And, of course, you never know. as you know, this is yes or BS. So let's go with our first one, shall we? Here we go. Hold on. Right. Yes. Or BS. Our topic today is uh, Halloween movies. Oh, great. So perfect timing, right? Perfect timing. Do you, oh, like, yeah. do you like a good scary movie, Mr. Mayor? I- 
I don't like the supernatural stuff, but I'll watch slasher films all day. <laughs> oh, oh, no supernatural stuff that freaks you out, does it? Oh, I, I can't watch the Linda Blair movie to this day. I can't watch it. <laughs> you know, it was nope. only pea soup. I don't want to spill the beans or the soup. I don't, I don't care. I'm okay. not watching that one. <laughs> all right. Um, here you go. The director of Nightmare Before Christmas, Tim Burton has said it is a Christmas movie, not a Halloween movie. Yes or BS? Well, that's true. That's a yes. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. <laughs> Absolutely no. Now, fans have debated it for years, and we go back yeah. and forth on this all the time, whether it's a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie at our house. Same with Die Hard. But uh, here's the thing. Uh, director Henry Selick said last year that it's a Halloween movie because it's mainly about characters from Halloween. True. That's so, for sure. It there is. you go. Yeah. Jack right. Skellington, right? Was that the main guy, Jack Skellington? Oh, yeah. Or, or one of my daughters, one of my daughter Ryan's all-time favorite films, she would have friends come over for overnights, and they would all have nightmares because she would make them watch that movie when they were like five. <laughs> so, <laughs> parenting! Yes! Good yes. yes. <laughs> the movie E.T. takes place around Halloween. Uh... Yeah, that's true, yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, that's almost cheating. Because uh, the scene where they go trick-or-treating and they uh, dress him up as a ghost over his head. Remember that? Okay, yes, I uh, do. That was great. Uh, Hocus Pocus with Bette Midler opened one week after Halloween, which seems weird, right? That seems weird. That's got to be bull****. P.S. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. I can beep that, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> Sorry. That's BS. All right, it's BS, is it? Yes, you Even though it's a Halloween movie, it opened, believe it or not, July 16th. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, the other two witches were played Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Najimi, of course. All right, the first Gremlins movie takes place around Halloween as well. No, that's not true. Ah, no, well, hold that's on, you are right. You are right. Yes. Of course, Christmas. it takes place around Christmas, and she tells yeah. the story about her father. But incidentally, that movie also came out in June. Uh, and finally, oh, I didn't know that part. I the didn't movie know that. The Crow, that was uh, Brandon Lee's last film, takes yeah. place the night before Halloween. Well, I have a confession. I never saw it. I never have. So this is going to be a pure guess. I will say that's yes. In fact, it takes place, yeah, uh, the night before, which is tonight, which is Devil's Night. Ooh. Ooh. There you go. And that's the mayor, Jim Matherly, helping us out. You did pretty good. I think you only got one or two wrong, didn't you? Yeah. That's not bad. Not bad. Pretty pretty proud of myself for Halloween. All right. What are you dressing up as this year? Uh, I have a a, a demon baby mask. (laughs) All right. Our our mayor's going as a demon baby. Good. All right, you know what mine was? Because you you know my hair, right? Yeah, Get this. Yeah. Two words. Snake Pliskin. Oh, <laughs> I thought you might be Space Ghost. Oh, I, well, I'm always Space Ghost. That's, I wear that when I want to dance. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Can I give one quick plug here um, for Halloween? Make sure the kids pick up a light stick from the police that will be out in the neighborhood. Uh, glow stick. So we're giving Beautiful. all those away to all the kids. Uh, every year, and that's fantastic. There you go. Yep. All right, thank you much. Good point. And right. way to way to end it. Stick the landing there, Mister Mayor. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, Glenn. All right, bye bye. <laughs> 
know why, but I I, uh, I noticed this morning I bent over to pick up my shoe. I want to tie my shoes. And I had that little... <sighs> like, a, like a tire letting out air. I realized I was old. <clears throat> I keep realizing... Like hair growing in my ear. I keep realizing things that makes me old. And I was looking over a list. There's a lot of things. Signs that you're just too old. But think about it. I mean, when you're young, when was the first time you got excited about like an adult purchase? I know you could argue anybody who uses the word adulting isn't a real adult yet, but I'm going to use it. So never mind. A new poll on adulting asked people to uh, how old they were the first time they got excited about a lame purchase, like buying a vacuum. And it's kind of earlier than you think, 22, which makes sense. That's about the time you leave the house. You're going to buy your first whatever. Ooh, I got a blender. Woo! But the signs here, a true adult, like saving money, doing taxes, sticking to a budget, buying life insurance, making regular doctor appointments. Right? I think that all makes sense. Kind of, I mean, to an extent. I think there's other things that probably are better undeniable signs that you're kind of getting older. Like if you buy a shirt because it has a pocket. <laughs> Nobody under 45 does that. I'm just saying. You stop in a parking lot to admire a Subaru, you know. Or you hear Lester Holt's voice and it reminds you, hey, it's almost dinner time. When you recently start a rant with, as a taxpayer, oh God, stop it. You hear yourself? Same with back in my day. Man, if you say back in my day, you're done. Might as well sit your ass in the recliner, grab the remote, because you're not going anywhere for the next 25 years. If, if you can keep a houseplant alive for more than a couple of weeks, that's a sign you're grown up. You don't mind spending your Saturday afternoon at Costco or worse yet, Home Depot. And that's when you're adulting. That song playing... On the elevator? Yeah, you remember dancing to it in high school. It's just things being older that you've got to get used to. And that includes stop doing things. Like living like a student. Snapchat. Stop it. You're too old for it. If you're an adult, you can't do Snapchat. Or energy drinks for breakfast. Or asking friends to help you move. Hire a mover. Couch surfing? No. No. About unframed movie posters. Stop it. I don't care if it is in the man cave. Right? Adventurous haircuts, modified cars, obsessive gaming. It's okay to do video games, but not 40 hours a week of video games, okay? You can't eat like you did in your 20s. You can't dress like a punk. Whatever you do, don't get your news entirely from Facebook. I know a lot of old people that actually do that, unfortunately. Drink terrible booze? No. You should have nothing but top shelf stuff in your house stocked. Nothing but. You shouldn't be posting drunk photos or avoiding the dentist. Tabletop gaming. Talking about high school. Right? Getting into online arguments. Selfies? Stop it already. What are you, 15? No, you're an adult. Act like it.
from the farthest North Rock station in the world. It's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Hi. Hi, sweetie. What are you doing? Hey, I was looking at excuses menus that are, when they're cheating. These are the top five excuses they use. <laughs> are you sure you want to tell me? Well, it's me. Isn't that kind of silly? <laughs> really? Me? Really? I have a list here of five excuses menus when they're cheating. Can you guess any of them? Has to work. Let's see. Uh, I have to work late is number two on the list. 27%. I figured. I figured. Um, mm, no, that would be the most obvious All right. One. Number five. I'm, I'm going grocery shopping, honey. Only 4% use that one. Like anyone would, like any woman would believe that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to the gym. Um, oh, that's pathetic. I go to the gym all the time. Wink, know, wink. But, but <laughs> weirdo. I'm going out with friends is number three. Okay. And the number one most common excuse, I'm going to play golf. Oh, you're kidding. I know. That's why you're golfing so much. But have you seen my game? It's on point. So you know I'm actually golfing, right? (laughs) Golf is one of those unpredictable sports. Kind of like men. This is all weird news. I just got some really weird news. That is weird. Perfect timing. Time for a weekly look at the headlines. A wrap up from the stuff I did on my radio show, which you can find at 95.9. That would be xrock959.com. Streams live Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 a.m. Alaska Standard Time. Are you paying attention? Well, you should be listening to the show as well. Here you go. Here's your headlines. Hooters waitresses. Did you see their new shorts? I love them. They go right up the ass. It's kind of, uh, I won't lie, they're sexy. They're like almost thong-like. And they are not happy about it. Call me nuts, but I'm starting to think that maybe that place has nothing to do with owls. Huh. Apple is selling a $19 polishing cloth for use on all of its devices. It's $19. Oh, you can also use it to wipe away your tears when you realize you just spent $19 on a fucking cloth. More than a third of Americans say the pandemic has exhausted their love of cooking. Food, that is. I mean, cooking, meth, different story. They're all in. All in. Uh, We had a list earlier on the show of uh, several ways to make your jack-o'-lantern last longer. Like putting baking soda in it, spraying it with bleach and water. Or fellas, thinking about baseball, always makes it last longer. I don't know what it'll do for your pumpkin. Elsewhere, a robotics company has created a robot dog that's equipped with an assault rifle. Then what could go wrong? What could go wrong? It's just a robot dog with an assault rifle. Unfortunately, it can easily be, dis- be distracted from its objective simply by rolling out the robot squirrel. of parents say pandemic-related Halloween costumes are probably not a good idea this year, but only 32%, which means 68% of you parents are totally open to going as slutty Dr. Fauci. A new report finds trust in the media is at an all-time low, but here's the deal. I read it in the New York Times. I don't fucking believe a word of that. Finally, an Arizona woman gave birth to a 14-pound baby. Oh, my God. Mother is fine. Baby is healthy. However, the vagina still in traction. We just hope it pulls through. This has been the Crapper Creek 
the farthest north rock station in the world. It's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Have you ever, so if we travel now, and I do like to travel, if you ever checked into a hotel and your room was so gross you immediately checked out, I've actually done that. I've also stayed in some pretty crap, the crappiest hotel I ever stayed in, the Spinard Hotel in Anchorage. I was there for a golf tournament. My roommate, my girlfriend, and I, and it was nasty. Luckily, we all brought, we knew where we were staying. We brought our own sleeping bags to put on the beds. There is no way in hell I was getting in that bed. It was nasty. Just that stickiness of the floor. What about the old Klondike Hotel on airport? Is that still open? That one was horrible. The top 10 things they say that would make you walk out of your hotel room. According to a poll, things like dirty sheets, disgusting bathrooms, smelly room, just bad smells in general, rude staff, horrible food, stained carpets, loud noises, the lobby is gross, no visible cleaning or housekeeping crew present whatsoever. Yeah, that would do it, right? But those are the obvious ones. I mean, I was at the, like I said, the Spinard Hotel. Oh, it was much worse. I mean, you got to brush aside the crime scene tape when you enter. That should have been our first clue. Look under the bed. A raccoon bites your nose. The lamp is bolted to the desk. The desk was bolted to the floor, but the floor was bolted to absolutely nothing. Yeah, that brown thing on the pillow, it wasn't a mint. And not only can you hear the couple next door having sex, but uh, thanks to the bullet holes in the wall, we were able to watch them. The ice bucket, that nice bucket. Unfortunately, there was somebody's kidney in there. I think it was a kidney. Might have been a liver. I'm not sure. I mean, the bed squeaked. The hair dryer clicked. The person hanging from the noose in the closet wouldn't stop moaning. I mean, even the hooker my roommate brought in looked around and went, Ew! I mean, when the hooker says ew, right? All right, it's time to once again bring in the uh, resident legal expert of Crapper Creek, Alaska, our law enforcement officer, and that would be one Trooper Cooper of the Alaska State Troopers. And of course, this week we took calls from you, our valued locals and listeners, so that maybe if you have some questions about the law, Trooper Cooper is here to answer. So let's do this. Trooper Cooper, I got a question for you. Can you arrest yourself? Uh, let's see. Can I arrest myself? What are you, hound, wacky tobacco? What the hell kind of question is that? Can I arrest myself? That's got to be the stupidest damn question I ever been asked. The answer is yes, I can, uh, I can arrest myself. Uh, no problem. If I do something uh, really bad, uh, say, uh, answer a really stupid question, geez, I should go to jail for life or even mentioning you. That's absolutely absurd. But yeah, I can arrest myself anytime I want. If I've been bad and I need a spanking. But that's really for the privacy of Trooper Cooper's own home. And Mrs. Cooper, of course, you understand. Trooper Cooper, is it true that I can smoke weed and transport it 
but I just can't have it growing at my house. Uh, yeah, you can transport it, smoke it. You just can't uh, grow. Of course, if you got like the real sticky, uh, like Northern California sense of me or the Matt Muska, you know what? Well, of course, that's okay. But if we catch you with that really bad Mexican shake or that Colombian stuff with all the seeds where you'd need the Rolling Stone album to try to sort it out a little bit, well, then we're going to take your butt in, of course. Yeah, but uh, as far as your house, uh, yeah, you know, if you're growing it, you know, I ain't going to really probably have much problem. It's when we find it in, say, individual little wrapped up baggies and uh, next to a scale and you're trying to tell us it's for personal use or for your glaucoma or whatever the hell ridiculous made up excuse you may have. Ooh, I got a tummy ache. It's for my chemo. Yeah, we ain't buying any of that BS right there. We're going to haul your butt in. Especially if you're growing that bad Mexican shake or the stuff of seeds. You're just you're wasting your time is what you're doing. That stuff will give you a headache if nothing else. Yeah, Trooper Cooper, my question is regarding the rules on restraining animals in the back of pickup trucks on the highway. Uh, yeah, you do have to restrain your pets, of course, much like your kids. But we see you driving around, lady. You can't even restrain them. What are you talking about? Why don't you put them in the back of the truck? I suggest duct tape works best. Uh, really, it depends on the pet. You know, if you got a dog or something, you're going to want to leash them down. If it's uh, like a live alligator or elephant, I suggest some duct tape might do the trick back there. Uh, but if you got like a truckload of gerbils, I'll just let them run free. They ain't nothing gonna happen there. They might get squishy squashed if they fall out here and there, but who's gonna know, right? But otherwise, yeah, I'll tape them up with duct tape, much like the kids. I got a question for uh, Trooper Cooper. Uh, is there a law against riding a moose drunk down the street? No. Why in the hell somebody would get a moose drunk in the first place is beyond me to tell you the truth. Uh, Trooper Cooper, I think he actually means uh, himself for a person being drunk, not the moose. Oh, right. Okay. All right. Well, apparently you've been drunk when you came up with this question because, uh, uh, to be quite honest, you're going to ride a moose down the street. I think you pretty much have to be drunk, to be quite honest with you. I can't see how somebody would be doing that sober, that's for sure. Now, I drew, I rode an uh, ostrich once when I was uh, pretty lit up on tequila, but that was because I lost my car keys. And that's a whole different question. What happens in Tijuana stays in Tijuana. Man, I love that ostrich. <laughs> well, about that time of the day, the hunger pangs sit in. Uh, it's probably because of the bong hits, but whatever. How about a footy roundup? Yeah, yeah. Crack that whip. Welcome to the program. Time for a foodie roundup. This week's food news. And we start with Sour Patch Kids popcorn, now a thing that exists. Walmart's getting it first. It's made by the brand Candy Pop, which already makes versions that taste like Chips Ahoy, M&M's, Oreos, Twix, Snickers, and Butterfingers. I didn't know there was that many different things of... Popcorn. Uh, the main difference here is it's gummy candy. And they're not just infusing the popcorn so it tastes like Sour Patch Kids. It's actually got little pieces of gummy candy stuck in every kernel. 
That sounds absolutely disgusting, but I'm going to try it. It's official. We hate cooking again. Remember when this all started? Cooking was all the rage. Everybody loved to cook. Yeah, well, pandemic's rolling past. Now everybody's going, fuck this cooking. We're ordering out. The fact that life is starting to get more hectic again has lots to do with it. Last thing they want to do now is cook. 77% of us still feel confident in our cooking skills. 69% said they'd enjoy cooking more if there was less cleanup afterwards. Another reason we're sick of cooking? Tend to make them the same meals a lot. What, well, spaghetti night again? 41% say they're just thinking about their next meal feels draining. See, I'm looking for, I'm making walnut shrimp tonight. I'm so excited. And finally, what would we do with all that free time if we didn't cook so much? Number one answer, watch more TV. Oh, Lord, America. Are you ready for Bacon Mania? Papa John's is. Bacon Mania, a triple bacon pizza, smoky bacon crumbles, Julian cut Canadian bacon and smoked bacon strips on top of bacon, the smoky bacon parmesan crusted papadilla, Okay, and the bacon jalapeno papa rolls. All right, Papa John, shut the fuck up. You're just adding bacon to stuff. That is so cheating. That's totally cheating. You can't just add bacon to stuff. I mean, there, there's other things you can add and do. And Like, here's a list. Instead of salting your popcorn, use ramen noodle seasoning. Just tear that little silver packet out and put it on there with melted butter. There's one. Here's another food hack. How about mustard in your mac and cheese? Do you do that? Add a little Dijon? They say it works. These are all real ones. Uh, Mexican fruit cup, it's called. It's a Mexican seasoning on fruit. It's, oh, here's one. Instant coffee in your chocolate chip cookie batter. They said don't use, uh, you got to use instant coffee, not regular coffee. Because it messes with the texture. So it's like a coffee-flavored chocolate chip cookie. Making grilled cheese, but with mayonnaise instead of butter. It's supposed to be much better. How about sour cream on your scrambled eggs? Before you cook them, mix in a tablespoon of sour cream. Use less milk. All right. Or just add bacon to everything. Just fucking add bacon to everything. Like Papa John's. Finally... I don't know if this is uh, good news or bad, but you know, we go out to, uh, you, you heard about Hooters. They're all in trouble because of the, uh, the shorts. Oh, but I thought we went there for the wings. No, we go there to look at boobies and butts. That's what guys do. You're bringing your family to Hooters. That's wrong. That's like bringing them to Vegas. It's just, you leave them at home. You don't do that. Ladies need a place. You know, like Hooters, but for, for women. Like just men in really tight leather pants that serve your meals. You'd call it nads. Finally, in the news, some McDonald's locations are now offering the McPlant Burger. Oh my God, that sounds awful. It's just like a Big Mac, except it's honest about not containing any meat. <laughs> hey, that's your foodie roundup. You hungry yet? Sure you are. Yeah! Well, that was fun. Thanks for joining us next week, the Halloween show. Plus, comedian Jeff Dye will join us. Carmine, a piece, and of course, lovely Maria and more. Can't wait to have you back in the cabin. 
Tell your friends, live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, spread the word, leave a comment, and of course, follow us on Facebook, The X-Rock Morning Show, and listen to the radio show Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Alaska time on xrock959.com. See you later. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glenn Entertainment production.